Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Welcome to Martha Norwalk's Animal World, although I have to say it's really not Martha Norwalk's Animal World because this is the last Sunday of the month, which means that Martha is taking the day off and it's my turn to sit here and talk to you. And I've got to tell you, I've got a great show for you today. Um, it's going to be wonderful. And uh, um, by the way, my name is Kevin McDonald. And uh, if you would like to follow along with us, you can go to MarthaNorwalk.com. And you can uh, um, uh, stream this broadcast anywhere in the world by going to the Listen Live button. And, and you can then, uh, um, that'll take you to KKNW's website. And then you can listen live anywhere in the world to the conversation that we are about to have. And then the conversation we're going to have a little bit later. The, the uh, first conversation that we are going to have is with a young lady who has been really quite uh, exceptional in what she's done. She's written 20 books. She's a natural um, person that works with uh, natural remedies, and she and her name is Stacy and Stacy Chamilli. Uh, I, I slaughter your last name every time I try and say it. <laughs> so can you can you kind of help me with that a little bit? Sure. It's Chalemi. Chalemi, I knew that. I was going to ask you before we, we got started to make sure that uh, Chalemi would be correct, but I didn't, so I'm sorry. Um, but it was great to have you here. And before we begin, though, um, we have to talk to uh, Nathan a little bit because he's had a couple of adventures this last week. First of all, Nathan, how are you? I am doing well rested. It was nice to have a little vacation earlier this week. Well, well rested. You threw, you flew across the country and back in four days. <laughs> Surprisingly, I was actually able to sleep on the plane. I mean, I did take a red eye, and I was probably just about drained as far as my energy goes. So that helped me to sleep on a plane. But overall, I mean, it surprised me. Now, the last time I flew on a red eye, it, I figured it would be like half full, and I could stretch out, and it turned out to be absolutely full. And I had a uh, five-year-old child and a mother and a two-year-old child sitting next to me. So uh, that, how was your red eye? You know, I was actually really blessed and got the exit row. I have a little trick that since I'm so tall, I wait for the gate agents to arrive. And when it gets closer to boarding, and I know that people are pretty much already checked in for their flights, I'll go up to the gate agent and ask, hey, uh, by any chance, is there a seat available with a little extra leg room I can move to? And most of the time, they say, yeah, you can go to the exit row, or even sometimes I even got premium class on the flight. So not quite first class, but the next step up, or next oh. step below uh, first oh. class. Oh, cool. So in this stage of uh, coronavirus, uh, what's it like to fly these days? You know, each airline has their own different regulations in terms of how they approach it. So I'm not really going to name names, but I did find that some were more comfortable than others in that way as uh, one airline shut down the complete uh, middle seats of each row so you only had the aisle and window seats and then there were some island 
uh, airlines where they gave you your snack bags in a little plastic bag, so they're already pre-packaged and separated out, and then you just open up the bag and you get your pretzels, your cookies or crackers, and then a bottle of water, and they'll give you a drink as well as normal. They give you a bottle of water nowadays? Wow. Uh, just a little tiny bottle of water, but... <laughs> <laughs> those, those little itty-bitty things? Are yeah, like <laughs> can fit in the it? palm of your hand. I mean, like, as far as how tall it is. <laughs> the last time I flew meaningfully, I, I had a traveling job, and that was pre-9-11. I haven't really flown much since then. It's it's changed quite a little bit. Of course, 9-11 was 20 years ago when you were like five, so <laughs> you, you probably don't remember that. Yeah, just barely. I mean, not quite enough to have a significant impact on my life. I can definitely say that everything going on right now is going to be more permanent than 9-11, just because of how young I was when 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah. Well, now, so let's talk about uh, what the weather's going to do this week. You, you, When you were gone, it rained like crazy here. It did, and we're all very fortunate for that because I can see outside the window and a little bit of marine air blocking the Olympics, but it'll burn off throughout the day, and Seattle is nice and clear as well. As far as today goes, we can expect a pretty pleasant day, highs in the 66 degrees and clearing up to become sunny, and that's actually going to warm up till... Uh, Wednesday, when it hits 81 degrees, continuing uh, sunshine, and then we start to dip back down heading into the next week on Monday. 81, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be fun. Yep, so still a little bit of summer left, even though it's fall. Exactly. Not that I can go anywhere because <laughs> because of the uh, the virus and stuff. It's like I'm stuck at home, but at least I can look outside and you know be inside of my house and sweat a little bit. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope you have a portable air conditioner. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm I'm one of those guys that's like, in the wintertime when the air conditioners are cheap, and you go, now why would I want to do that? It only gets to be <laughs> hot five or six times a year in, in stuff, and then it gets to be that day when it's hot, and it's like, why didn't I buy the air conditioner? I'm so sad. Well, maybe you can remember that by the time this winter comes around. Exactly. And I do want to point out uh, before we uh, uh, turn our attention to uh, Stacy, I did want to point out that we have something special planned for the top of this hour and the top of the 11 o'clock hour to tell our audience what it is. So as uh, we've been playing throughout the past weeks on Animal World, it's the Love Train by the OJs. We're uh, presenting it at the top of the hour of each hour because... You know, we live in a world right now where it seems like we're just getting more and more divided, and that's due to the coronavirus, and we have the uh, riots and protests and other things going on where we've lost our separation, and we're not really holding hands and uniting each other as uh, one whole community. And this song, it really puts out a message that, you know, really... All we need is love, and we just need to hold hands and join together and really become one again to help us move forward and get back onto our feet like we were before. I was going to mention that, that there, there's, you know, maybe somebody, um, I just had a thought. This is an, an amazing thought. Maybe somebody should do a song called All You Need Is Love. 
<laughs> I think it would have a good beat to it. <laughs> Beatles. <laughs> yes, indeed. My favorite group in the entire world. And then, yes, all you need is love. And uh, that's why I do uh, my independence report, which is uh, designed to defeat hate, division, and fear. And that's what we have a tremendous amount of right now. And we need to all come together as one, like Martha says, so that we can come together as one and get through this, dare I say, crap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Get through this stuff so that we can live life better, so that we can come together, we can put the AK-47s away, and we can live you know, as, as one people, as one, as one community. So that that's important. So what Martha is demanding is that since you're the conductor of the love train mm-hmm. and you also have got the, the disco ball that you are going to be playing or turning around in the studio, everybody needs to get up and dance. Or at least pretend they're getting up and dance, right? You know, I'm actually going to change my role a little bit. Instead of, like you said, there's nobody in the studio, I'm just going to start dancing myself. And that's <laughs> this is a great song to dance to. And dancing really helps you feel good and alive and really helps you to spread that image of love around the world once you start dancing. It brings out the positivity in all of us. And dancing just makes you feel alive and free. So at the top of the hour, after the commercial break, then we're going to go into the love train. And that's the OJs who did that. And this is an an original remake, right? Yes, they uh, did a little Zoom recording on that. And you can actually find the video on Martha's Facebook page. So if you want to see how they re-recorded the music video for that, you can definitely check that out. But a little bit of variation in the song from the original, but still very close to the original recording. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for being here, uh, Nathan. I know you flew across the country just so that you could be here on Sunday to do our show. So yeah. I appreciate it. Okay. Maybe <laughs> I that's flew out true. and back. I mean, took one of those trips to nowhere for the show so it's it's awesome that that you're here it's also awesome that uh, stacy is here because she is an amazing young lady and uh she has been on dr oz she has been with uh mariana huffington and the huffington post she's been on numerous talk radio shows she is a complete herbal guide expert and can help us live our lives a little bit more naturally and to get through some of the stuff that we have going on right now. Uh, Stacy, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. We're going to do you and I are going to be doing some work on my independence report. And we're going to I'm going to I really, really like your message and what you talk about and up to and including positive thinking and and a natural way of living. And you but you also have got a story that is pretty incredible when you think about it. Um, Tell us your story of of your growing up and what happened. Well, at the age of five, um, I had uh, my parents had heard something from the other room, 
And my mom walked in and she saw me in a uh, grand mal seizure. And I, my lips were turning blue and my eyes were rolled back. And she never saw me have a seizure before. I never had this problem. So they took me to the hospital and I was induced in a coma. I had uh, encephalitis and the virus had traveled to my brain and was uh, throughout my brain. And I was in a coma for about four days and my parents didn't know what was going to happen. And they told my parents that there was a good possibility that I was going to be paraplegic or I was going to have severe brain damage. And I remember my father telling me the story that he was praying by my med bedside and he was, uh, he was thinking about a, um, a statue in Greece because my father comes from Greece and, uh, and in, in front of the statue in front of the church that he grew up in, um, there was tears that always rolled down the uh, statue and he was praying and when he rolled his head up, he saw a tear roll down my eye and I actually came out of the coma at that moment. And the first thing I asked for was McDonald's French fries. I, you know, I looked at him and I, I was like, I, I'm hungry, daddy. I want McDonald's French fries. And, uh, you know, he just had a big smile on his face. Um, you know, but they did diagnose me with epilepsy. The, uh, the virus encephalitis uh, had left um, had left scar tissue damage in my brain. And to this day, they can't locate the scar tissue damage. But I do, you know, throughout my lifetime, I had seizures um, throughout. And uh, when I was growing up, it was very difficult. Life was like a roller coaster ride, you know, especially when I got into college and I was trying to get my degree and I was trying to live life normally. Um, you know, those late nights studying, staying up late with your friends, you know, going out and trying to live life like everybody else. Um, you know, it wasn't agreeing with my body and I was having a lot of seizures and I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this. And I remember, um, you know, I, they had a, a organization that they have still today and it's um, they have uh, an epilepsy foundation in every state and I wrote to the main epilepsy foundation and they have a magazine and I asked them to publish my article and I talked about how I was growing up and struggling with this disorder and I asked people if you know if they're going through this you know how do you uh, how do you live with this how do you get through life because remember back then when I went to college um, we didn't get Google until like our third year of college Google didn't exist so we were going to libraries we were you know our phone we had the cords on the phone life was different for us so communication wasn't as um, great as it is today so I wrote that letter they published it in their magazine and I got like three to four hundred letters from all of the United States and Canada people would had epilepsy uh, they talked about how they grew up with it how they live with it and they gave me their advice and it was so inspiring I just you know I didn't realize so many people had this disorder I you know you always feel like when you have something you're always the only one and you know you you kind of feel alone and you know you kind of it's life is hard when you had any type of illness or condition and uh, you know they gave me such great advice and I actually used a lot of their advice and it actually got me through a lot of the things that I was going through and I, I finished college I graduated and later on in life, I had actually um, written a book called Epilepsy, You're Not Alone. And I actually published a lot of those letters um, those, that those people gave me in the book. And it was very inspiring. And, you know, then I started, you know, I started uh, life in, uh, in the big world and I started working for a big corporation. And I remember one day I, I had a seizure. I fell to the ground and one of the, uh, the main executives there saw me and he just kept walking over me. 
he just uh and i was i i could i was like in a half partial seizure and i could see him walking over me and you know i couldn't get out of the seizure and i'm thinking to myself holy crap that guy just walked over me and he just kept walking and you know 30 minutes later his associate came over to me and said i'm sorry but you don't fill this you know this position and i looked at him and i knew why they were letting go of me and i i didn't let it get to me i said you know what screw you i'm just going to keep on going and there's something out there for me and you know at, at that point i started to um I started to create my own business. I started my own freelance business. I started my own writing business and I started working with this herbalist and I started doing a lot of research for him and I started writing a lot of articles about all different types of herbs and different things that could heal conditions naturally. And a lot of that stuff I was reading about, I was like, wow, I could use this to help myself. And I started doing a lot of the things that I was reading and researching about. And my seizures went from nine seizures a month to six to five to four to three to two. And I was like, wow, you know, and I realized that, you know, our lifestyle, the how we live life, how we take care of our bodies, what we put in our bodies has a huge impact on how we actually can feel, how we can heal our bodies. And, you know, a lot of people just want to pop a pill, but you don't always have to pop a pill. You know, I, I take medicine for my epilepsy, but my seizures were not controlled with just the pill. But when I started to live a healthy lifestyle and I started to take care of myself, that's when my seizures became controlled. So, you know, I, I started making a little blog on Blogger at that time. And like, I remember 400 people were coming on, reading my articles every day. And then, you know, it grew from like you know, from 400 to, um, to 10,000. And then it grew and grew and grew to uh, over 100 to 200,000 and, and kept growing. And I started my own website. And then I created my own book called um, The Complete Herbal Guide. And then I kept writing and writing a lot of different books based on natural health, because really, people have to learn that you just can't pop a pill. You know, a lot of times, a lot of these pills have side effects. And you know, people, you know, all of a sudden, they're, they're taking care of one element, and then all of a sudden they have another one and it's because of the medication they're taking. And, you know, and they, and before they know it, the doctor is giving them another pill to help with that symptom. And then before they know it, they go in their cabinet and they have like a, a whole, you know, a whole cabinet of, of medications and it's not doing them any good. So, you know, people really have to learn that we really need to look at our lifestyle and look at how we're living life. And if you're not feeling good or you just want to tweak yourself and make yourself feel good as a person, you have to look at how you live life and maybe make some changes in your life. Well, it's hard to do for some of us there, you know, make a change to, to do life a little bit better, especially when you go to the grocery store and, and everything there is processed and, and, and stuff. So it's, it's, it makes it really difficult, but you, the work that you're doing now, you've written over, I've seen you, you're not very old. You've written over 20 books. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're prolific. I have to say, and it's just, it's just awesome. And you do, you talk about natural remedies and we're going to open up the phone line. So if you want to talk to Stacy about perhaps a better way to be, then you can do that. Um, why don't we, well, what the hell, why don't we do it now? Uh, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. So you can 
give us a call and uh, Nathan will let us know that you're there. And then you can talk to Stacy about one of the uh, issues that you may have. Um, I, but before we go there, I wanted to ask you because uh, you were on Dr. Oz show a couple of times. Yes, I was. Is he, uh, you know, like a nice guy? He or is actually. He's a really nice guy. He, uh, he really, uh, you know, he's a very caring individual, and uh, he really has uh, a lot of good advice. And uh, he, I, I like him as a person. I think he's a very nice person. Oh, that's that's very good because sometimes you know how it goes. Sometimes people are very nice in front of the camera, and behind the scenes, they're not such a nice person. Oh, that's very true because I, I worked for NBC and, you know, they were some people who were very nice in front of the camera. And when those cameras went off, oh, not so nice. <laughs> oh, well, I won't say names, but not so nice. <laughs> no, 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 we don't need to get into trouble. Uh, with, no. uh, with that. But, you know, I guess the, 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 the reality is people are people. Yes. And if they're if they're not nice in front of the camera or they're not nice normally, they just put on the face in front of the camera and then they go from there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very true. And it's like that in life in general. You know, people, you know, people can put on one face and they can be another another person in front of another person. And, you know, they, they call that a little bit of uh, fake news, you know, fake people. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all who you are inside, you know, who, who you are inside eventually comes out. So, you know, you can only put that, that fakeness on for so long and get away with it. You know, people, people are smart. People catch on. That's that's right. So we, we, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with Stacy here in just a moment, but stay with us because we've got a lot more to talk about with, with Stacy and, and some of her things, including a personal story that, I would like to talk about a little bit that involves stage four cancer. So we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to KKNW 1158. And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World, which is not Nor Martha Norwalk's Animal World. This is the last Sunday of the month, which means it's positive talk with Kevin McDonald. That's, by the way, me. And uh, today we have uh, uh, Stacy Chalemi. Thank you. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she is an, an herbalist. She has written 20 books. She is a, a dynamic individual who really is her mission in life is to transform the health of millions of people worldwide and to do that through natural means and and learning how to eat more naturally and, and get rid of some of the stuff that we've got going on. I wanted to, to talk about two things real quick with you, and that is um my brother was a roofer his entire life now for those of you who don't know what a roofer necessarily does is they get well they get obviously on top of the roof and they and they nail shingles to the roof but one of the things they do is it called a tear a tear off now during the tear off process you tear the old roof off so that you can put a new roof on and some of these roofs are they may be two or three layers deep and they've been around for 60 70 80 years and it goes back to the time when uh, asbestos was used quite regularly in uh, um, uh, insulation and in, in on the roofs and um, he now has uh, stage four lung cancer because mm. he didn't take care he didn't wear a mask 
it was not something that that they chose to do. Uh, so, Stacy, I, I just wanted to because it comes to mind COVID nineteen and the masks issue, and really we should be taking care of ourselves when we are in a dangerous job like a roofer or in this case going out to the grocery store and not wearing a mask what's your take on on wearing a mask is it important oh my god yes you know um right now with covid you know they're still learning about covid you know i have some friends that work in the pharmaceutical companies and i do some work with the pharmaceutical companies and you know they're right now i believe there's should be i think about five different strands of COVID, um, you know, there, you know, you have to really take this, um, this virus seriously, because we don't, you know, first of all, we don't have a lot of information about it. We're learning about it each day. And they're working very hard to try to find a cure. And they're trying to, you know, they just came out with a vaccine that they're put into a trial just recently, but they don't know in long term what's going to happen. You know, um, they're, they're doing their best in, in, in the, short term that we have but there this is a very serious virus you know i think something you know we had um we had uh, a a virus or a sickness i think in the 1920s we had something you know like this go on but you know people can easily get this and i you know i was just saying i went out the other day and there is a sunflower patch by my house so i took the kids to cut some sunflowers i put masks on them and i went with my husband and i look over and when i got there they I can't, there was only a small percentage wearing a mask and the rest of them were just walking around like COVID didn't even exist. And I quickly left. And I, you know, people don't realize how easily you could get COVID. COVID exists and, it, you know, people have to take it seriously. And the mask, you need the mask because the mask helps protect you from the virus. You know, um, you could, you know, th there, you know, there were so many different things and a lot of fake news out there too. And people don't really realize that, you know, without that mask and that protection, you can easily, you know, get the virus and you know there was somebody in our town that they had a um they had a, a little party and you know it, it was just a family party but someone of their one of their relatives just came from italy and they came to the party and seven people came down with the virus from oh, the one person that had it and a couple of people ended up passing away from it so people have to realize you know COVID exists there's more than one strand and you know you don't know what could happen you know and it could it could affect you and even if you overcome it you don't know the damage that it's going to do to you in the future you don't know if it's going to do damage in your lungs your you know certain bodies your certain organs and you might not be able to be strong enough for the next virus or the next sickness you get because of this virus and what it could do to you so you really have to take precautions so there are five different strands which means that in order for a vaccine to work it will have to address all of those. And the other issue is that uh, what they're finding out, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the in the research that I've done, that they're finding out that the immunity that the people gain from it doesn't necessarily last all that long. Has that been some of your research? You know, I don't know very much about the immunities about it. You know, like the antibodies and then the immunities, um, 
when if people get it, they don't know right now that they're going to be, you know, some people think, oh, if I get it, I'll be protected because then I'll have the antibodies. You don't know that for sure. If there's five different strands, that's not necessarily true, you know, and you don't really know, you know, like look at the flu. The flu has hundreds of different uh, strands to it. Every year it's different. And usually when you get the vaccine, it covers the most potent ones, but it doesn't cover all of them. And, you know, this could be very similar. We don't know, you know, it, we're still learning. So when it, for, for people, you know, they should really take this seriously and be careful because it, we don't know if we're going to, if just because you get it doesn't mean you're never going to get it again, especially if they, if they have five strands now, you know, and who knows, they could be more strands out there or, it could, you know, it could constantly be changing. You know, it's up in the air. You know, the scientists are doing their research. They're learning about it. They're trying their best to try to find, you know, a vaccine and something to help it. But we don't we don't know. The sad thing is, is that in our country, it has become a political football. Whereas yes. if you wear the mask, then you are somehow not being free and being living like living like an American. I, I don't have to do anything. I can do anything I want. Yeah. <laughs> and and it be, it's become a real f f political thing. And rather than taking care because I, you know, I'm, I've become a bit of a recluse because fortunately I've got the radio that I get to play and I get to talk to all you folks uh, and do this, but, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm 63 years old and if I catch it, it's going to kill me and I've got to be very careful with it. And so I don't spend a lot of time, you know, even though my son is 30 and he's, he's indestructible, of course, all 30 year olds are, <laughs> Uh, he, so he goes out and he plays and stuff like that. But but he would have a horrible, horrible time if he were to give me it and I were to die. He would that would that would affect him for his entire life. So that's what some of the mask prevents is to keep the spread down so that you don't give it to one of us old fogies that could end up because like I had to laugh. You were talking about you were in college when uh, Google came out. It's like, hell, when I was in college, I didn't have computers. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, you know, it's changed so much. But so, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but but please, please, folks. If you go out, please wear a mask. If not, if you don't want to do it for your safety, do it for the safety of others that are around you, especially the grand old grandmas and grandpas that you want to keep and you cherish and you love them to death and you want to keep them around. Don't don't put them into risk that way. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100 percent. And I've known a lot of people that have gotten it. And, you know, I know there was quite a few that passed away from it and they weren't all just, you know, in their elderly age, you know, they were, uh, there was quite a few that were young and they were in their, you know, thirties and forties and, you know, at any time, anything could happen, you know, and you don't know, um, you, you know, you could be healthy and it could, it could knock you right down, you know, and then you could, you could have other illnesses and it could, it could, you know, it could really hurt you also. 
and you know, I, I had I had one friend that was about my age, and you know, um, he passed from the virus. You know, he he didn't he didn't survive. And then I had an, another friend that you know her mother got the virus and she overcame the virus, and then three months later she passed from something else she got a little sickness and she couldn't she couldn't she couldn't survive and her body shut down and she passed so you know you really have to be careful you know people have to take it seriously well and and you are on the east coast and i think you're in new york right yeah mm -hmm. and new york was the first epicenter i mean we were actually we had the first cluster of cases in a nursing home here in Kirkland, but New York had a horrible, horrible outbreak and you had so many people that passed away. Yeah, you know, I I currently live in New Jersey and I'm on the borderline. I'm not too far from New York and, you know, New York got hit big time. They got hit really, really hard and it was very scary. And then I had to go into the city and I had to go see my doctor and it was a ghost town. You, you know, you, New York is usually always busy. There's always people all over the place. Most of the stores were shut down. Most, you know, you, you saw very few people on, uh, outside and uh, it was terrible. And, it, you know, a lot of people came down with it. A lot of companies didn't, they shut down and they didn't go back. And a lot of people are doing things over, over uh, you know, online and, and working from home. And uh, it was terrible. And even New Jersey, New Jersey got hit hard, too. We didn't get hit hard as New York, but we got hit pretty good. Yeah, it, 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 it's really tough. And the, the people that I feel really sorry for. See, I grew up in the restaurant business. So I, I started as a, uh, a graveyard dishwasher when I was like 18 and was in the restaurant business for a long time. There are professionals that are in the restaurant and they can't make a living. Now. No, no because they, they, it's all shut down. And then I just heard that in Florida, they have just decided to open up all the restaurants fully. I'm curious to see what's going to happen there in the next couple of three weeks. Oh, wow. I didn't know that they allowed them to open up fully. I'd like to see what happens, too, because, you know, they they got hit very hard, too. At first they thought, oh, you know, they had the it was the uh, the little uh, fake news that, oh, because the the sun is going to kill it. You know, it's it's uh, you know, the heat will will kill the virus and we don't have to worry about it and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden they got hit very hard. Nobody there was taking it seriously. And now they were one of the one of the um highest you know for a long time and you know now then they started taking it seriously then they started you know changing their ways but they're still they're still a little bit high on the on the on the uh, on the line um you know they you know they have to really take it seriously you know and and by opening it up fully i, I don't know you know, they just I think they just opened it up a little bit in New Jersey where they have I think it's 25 percent now. And they you know, when you go into a restaurant, they spread you out, you know, but, um, you know, people are still taking off their mask when they get in the restaurant, you know, um, so you, you you're still, you know, susceptible, you know, um, yeah, I do feel bad for a lot of these restaurant owners because this is how they make their living. And, you know, and by by opening up 25 percent, um, you know, it, it 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 helps them, but it doesn't help them that much because there's a lot of expenses. And now with the cold weather coming in on the East Coast, you know, they, they have a lot of people outside mostly. And, you know, once that cold weather comes, no one's going to want to sit outside. 
That's right. That's right. It's it's and being in the restaurant business, I'll tell you that that even at full capacity, generally speaking, your profit margin is like five percent. Wow. If you if you only can open up 50 percent or 25 percent, you you can't do enough volume to make it work uh, because of all the expenses that you have with rent and and labor and food costs and all that. It just makes it impossible to do. So we are in for I uh, and if you listen to Dr. Fauci who I, th- I think is, is he's the preeminent uh, um, epidemiologist, I believe, in the country. And he says that this fall is going to be very, very difficult if we're not very, very careful. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know much about anything, but I do know that, that you don't want to give it to somebody, especially with, isn't it true that you can give it to somebody and you don't even have any symptoms? Yeah, there was a lot of people I knew that they had it and they didn't even know they had it. And then they went for the test and um, they actually came out positive. So there was a time when they did have it, they overcame it. Um, they had the antibodies, you know, where they had it, um, that it showed that they had it. But they, it was, uh, they had no clue. They had no clue that they even had it. Well, well, okay. And, and enough of beating a dead horse. Uh, hopefully it's not a dead horse. So sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, enough of that. But let's talk about you again, because you have done some extraordinary things. You've written, like I said, 20 books and you've been on some nationally known uh, uh, television shows and and radio shows. And I'm very, very grateful that you're talking to us today. Uh, But uh, tell me your passion. I know it was the epilepsy when you were a child and as you grew up with that. But is that is that the driving force behind your work? No, you know, when I, I, you know, epilepsy has definitely played a big role and I'm a very big advocate. Um, I do a lot of stuff uh, for a lot of organizations and I do a lot of speaking events and stuff like that. But when I was doing all this, I realized that it wasn't just epilepsy, you know, anybody with any condition, you know, or anybody who just wants to stay healthy and maintain a healthy life by focusing on changing your life and changing the way you live your and mentally and physically and the way you eat everything all all together anybody could improve themselves improve their condition improve their life and you know so it's not just it's, it's not just epilepsy you know i realized that if i could teach people how to live a healthy lifestyle you know people with any condition can improve them their lives and a person with um with any hopes and dreams that just wanted to be better than what they originally are at the moment you know so we, you know sometimes people want to just lose a few pounds and or they mentally you know they don't feel you know positive and life isn't grand but they want to feel that way and they just don't know what they could do to to improve their train of thought or to, to lose a few pounds or, you know, they just don't know where to begin. And so I, I realized if I could just, you know, put together something where I could help people and give them an idea of how to start, how to begin, things they could do to apply to their lives that are easy and quick and easy because that's what America is made of. We just want, we're on a go, go, run, run relationship with everything. We just want to be, you know, we just want to do things quick because we always have something else that we want to do next. Um, If I could teach people, 
you know, I could help them improve their, their life overall. So that's when I created my website, The Complete Herbal Guide, and, and I put thousands of articles on there, con- you know, covering all different types of conditions and, and talking about weight loss and talking about healthy eating. And I try to like, you know, focus on, on all different areas. And, uh, you know, that's what I, my goal has been to teach people how to be healthy, how to live life better. How, you know, some people just want to get a good night's sleep. Well, how do you do that? You know, and I'm here to tell you. Stacy, if you want to go and look at your website, where do they go? The website is thecompleteherbalguide.com. And if you go there, um, you know, we have tons of articles, tons of experts sharing their advice. And it's a, it's a great place, you know, to begin and to learn how to be a better person and how to be a healthier person. And when we come back from this commercial break, which we need to take because our advertisers make it possible for us to talk to people like Stacy. So <laughs> what I want you to do is to is to follow along and uh, Martha vets all of her advertisers to make sure that they are who they claim to be. And uh, you should listen to them. And uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the power of positive thinking uh, right here on KKNW 1150 AM. And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World, although it's not really that today because it's the last Sunday of the month, which means that this is Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald, and that's me. And we have a great guest for this hour. Her name is Stacy Chamele. God darn it. <laughs> Stacy, give me your last name again. It's Chalemi. Chalemi. I wish I could. You're going to fire me. I just know it. You're just it's close enough. It's good enough. <laughs> it's Martha Norwalk's Animal World, so if anything, you should be saying Stacy Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Very good. Now I can say Chalemi. I can do it now. Um, so anyway, anyway, we were going to talk. We've talked about uh, uh, your herbalist background. You've talked about how you got there. One of the things that uh, you do, which I think is really an important aspect of life, is let me give you an example. Um I am a bus driver or was a bus driver for King County Metro for a long time. A very stressful job, to be sure. Uh, You've got traffic. You've got uh, people. You've got not so good people. You've got uh, uh, issues that come up and that sort of thing. Uh, uh, And it can be a very stressful thing. And I've seen... I've seen several... Well, more than several. I call it the memorial wall that we have at each of the bases. There are six bases. And there's a little space that they have for people, drivers who have passed while they are still working or have recently retired. And uh, um, I attributed a lot of it to the stress of the job and not knowing how to handle that stress. And Stacy, you believe, you're a strong believer in the power of positive thinking and also being able to alleviate some of that stress. Uh, can you can you give us some pointers on what you, when you're talking about the power of positive thinking, what are you thinking? What are you talking about? You know, people don't realize, but stress is, they believe about 90% of illnesses are caused and stress related. And, you know, people don't realize, but stress has a huge impact on your life. And the way we think, the way we um, actually handle obstacles that come our way in life um, can have a huge impact on our health. And I honestly have to say that I would not have accomplished 
all the things that I have accomplished. And I have not, I wouldn't gotten as far as I did if I wasn't a firm believer in the power of positive thinking. I apply that to my life every single day. And I look at life so differently. And I, I, you know, people ask me, they say, you know, I can't get over how, you know, you handle things in life, how you act, there's always a smile on your face and blah, 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 you know, but, you know, I've been through a lot in life, and I wasn't going to let me let it get down, you know, and if you focus on the negative all the time, you're just digging yourself in a hole. And when you focus on the negative, you're putting yourself in in an area where you start to feel depression, you start to get stressed. And like we said, illnesses can come from stress. And like you mentioned, people you knew who had heart attacks, heart attacks can come from stress, high blood pressure can come from stress. There's so many things that are stress related. And, you know, you, you know, you start to not feel good about yourself and your life, anger sets in, you know. Um, so, you know, by, by focusing on the good things in life, you could actually turn your life around. You know, we have to put aside all those negative things, all the things in life that might not be perfect because everybody has something in life. We all do. But if we can focus on the good things in life and we can just put our, our you know, and start to be appreciative uh, for the things we have in life, those things that are good, you can, you know, by training yourself to think differently, to feel differently, to handle stress differently, you could actually change your life, change your health, change your self-confidence and self-worth. You could turn your whole life around. Now, can you give us some tools on how to do that? Because some people, <laughs> there's, a, there's people that are out there that are going, oh, yeah, sure, that's they, they all say that, but nobody can show me how. And so I constantly have a frown on my face, which, by the way, just so you know, it takes more muscles to create a frown than it does to create a smile. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and a lot of people just, the, 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 what's going to, you know, it's, it's like Eeyore. It's uh, got the little cloud that's with the rain over them. It's like, oh, God, what's going to happen? <laughs> Life is tough. You know, can you give us some tools and some tips on how to create a more positive lifestyle? You know, the first thing I think is most important is that we need to accept ourselves for who we are. You know, you have to realize that the past is the past. We can't change the past, you know, but we can focus on the present. And we can plan and change the future by focusing on the present, on the on the present, and by changing and creating short-term and long-term goals, and by creating and making goals for ourselves, we could actually start to create a positive and worthy lifestyle that will make you feel good as a person. We have to realize that everybody in life has something. Everybody in life has distress and problems. We all have those crazy relatives and we all have those crazy people in our lives that drive us up a wall. You know, everybody, you know, we have more in common with people than we think. You know, get a people, a bunch of strangers in a room, have them start talking for 30 minutes and, and they'll have over, over 50 things in common with each other. We all have very similar problems and, and lifestyles. It's just learning how to actually accept your life, accept who you are, and then, you know, and then realize that, you know what, I have to love myself for who I am. You know, you have to learn how to accept yourself. This is who I am. 
and I have to love myself. You have to t train yourself to actually be able to look in the mirror and be happy with the person you see. And that takes time, but you can get there. And, you know, and by, by creating short-term and long-term goals for yourself, by realizing that, you know, that you have the ability and you can control how you feel about yourself as a person. We may not be able to control our lives and we don't know what the next day is going to bring us, but we can control our feelings and we can change the way we feel about ourselves. And if we learn how to be appreciative about the little things and lies, think about what do you like about yourself? And don't say you don't like anything because there's something, you know, we all have good things about us. You know, we have to just dig a little, you know, sometimes a little hard and dig a little deep and, you know, you'll find some things about yourself that you like, you know, we all have, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses and you have to kind of look and focus on those strengths and focus on the things that, uh, that, you know, that you do good and that, you know, and think about, you know, the, the biggest thing I found in life is, learning how to take um, the, the positive things about myself and helping others. You know, after I was able to help myself, I, you know, I went out and I started trying to help other people. And the greatest feeling in life is when you can help another person and you realize that you actually help somebody else. You know, the, the greatest feeling in the world is, is being able to do something good for somebody else. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to really, you know, take some time out, maybe create a journal, create some, you know, create some what's your passion in life what's your the thing what's the good things in life about yourself you know create some short-term goals some long-term goals you know and and try try to you know um you know i think a journal is a great way to like share your emotions every day and get it out on paper and you know you start you start releasing it because we tend to build up a lot of things in our in ourselves and especially a lot of people don't like telling other people about the negative things they feel about themselves and it builds up and it builds up and that's where the anger the stress the depression comes in but sometimes by writing it on paper you kind of get it out and you know creating your own self journal um could actually help you as well Oh, that's that's uh, that's awesome advice. Uh, by the way, we're talking with uh, Stacy Chamilly, and she is uh, an author, and she's done a bunch of stuff, um, and it, she's written twenty books. Uh, go, and your website again is thecompleteherbalguide.com. And I did want to mention, uh, years ago when I was doing Positive Talk Radio, I had the opportunity to interview some cancer survivors uh, from uh, Gilda's Club, which is a uh, cancer support group uh, that they have throughout the country. And one gal was a three-time cancer survivor. And I said, how do you make it through the day? And she said, I focus on the present. And mm -hmm. she said, because if you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're peeing on the present. That's I thought that terrible. was particularly uh, uh, <laughs> unique and, and uh, was a was a really wonderful thing for her to her to say because that that's that is so true. We we if we focus on today and what can I do today, even if it's nothing more, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. Even if it's nothing more than smiling at the at the person at the at the checkout counter at the grocery store, saying hello to somebody, it might be the only time that somebody says something nice to them all day. Right. And if you do that, it will make you feel good, and you can uplift the spirit of somebody else. Which 
which raises the energy of the the vibration and energy of the planet. Yes. You know, I always make it um, a goal of mine when I'm out. I always try to, like you said, throw a comment at the cashier or somebody working in a store that's next to you, you know, just to say something nice and to, you know, to, you know, um, to compliment them on what a great job they're doing or thank you so much for that, you know people you you could see you could see their eyebrows start to lift there's a smile and and they appreciate it because like you said you know people don't tend to compliment people to people like to criticize people but complimenting people you don't see that as much and you know by giving a person a compliment you do change their their spirits and you can actually change how that person feels the whole day and it's you know if you can just make that a goal you know you're really helping that person and like you said you're 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 raising the vibrations of the planet by doing so absolutely speaking of raising the vibrations of the planet um nathan i'm going to bring you back into the conversation if i can please yes sir because uh, speaking of somebody who is just dynamic, Martha Nor- Norwalk, I don't know if you know who she is. Uh, she's She has a show on, well, wait a minute, never mind. Uh, anyway, Martha is doing something with uh, uh, the Love Train song that the OJs did. Tell us about that, uh, Nathan, and what Martha would expect all of us to do coming out of this next break. Well, it's a song about loving one each other and joining hands and uniting to spread goodness throughout the world and with all the chaos going on with 2020 you know protests riots coronavirus among other things we're not really united right now so we need to bring back this unification but in the meantime while we're spreading that uh one thing that really helps to express yourself is in the form of dancing and i think uh britannica.com has a really good definition of dancing and that it's the movement of the body in a rhythmic way usually to music and within a given space for the purpose of expressing an idea or emotion, releasing energy, or simply taking delight in the movement itself. So basically what that means is you don't need to be a Broadway dancer or gold medalist in figure skating to be a good dancer. All you need to do is just respond to the rhythm of the music and the love train and get groovy with it and have a good time. So let's go to this break. We're going to get our groove on, and then we're going to come out of the break, and we're going to play Love Train. And Martha would be disappointed if we all aren't up and dancing to it because that will also raise the vibration of a positive uh, outlook on the planet, and all you need is love. Just remember that. Get over. 
Well, and I hope everybody's uh, taking a moment and danced to that. Danced around your house, danced around your. Well, you can't dance around your car, but you can. You can. You know, um, tap on the steering wheel if you're driving around. That, by the way, was a song that was written and uh, produced in 1973 by the OJs. It went to number one in February and March of 1973. And it was just dawning on me. I remember that I was 15 at the time when that song came out and it was a, it was a, it was a great song and it just gives us a, a moment in time to talk about what we all should be talking about, which is getting rid of hate, division, and fear and helping each other live life a little bit better. And the guest that we have had for the last hour, and she's here for one more segment, is Stacy. And Stacy is uh, um, an author. She's done some extraordinary things. And you, every day, live your life to the fullest. Would that be an inaccurate statement? No, it's very true. It's very accurate. Um, you know, I, I try my best because, you know, you, in life, you, you never know what the next day might bring. And in order to get through life and in order to accomplish your goals and your dreams in life, you really have to focus on the positive and you have to live life to the fullest. You know, every day you have to just, you know, try to make the most out of life because any moment you, you waste, you know, um, you never know what the next moment may bring. So you, right now you have to live in the present and give it all you got. And, you know, just from a personal perspective, again, uh, my brother, who is 18 months older than me, and we expected to live well into his 80s and 90s, but because of the environmental things that he has gone through, he is um, he is terminal with the stage four lung cancer. And it just brings to, in my in my world, just brings how important it is to live every day to the fullest because you just don't know when your last day is going to be. And uh, that might be a little bit dark, but it, it is kind of the way that you need to think about it is, is that I'm going to do something fabulous today because who knows what happens tomorrow, right? It's very true. You know, I, you know, I knew somebody that, you know, they, they, they're, um, their, their parent was healthy as can be. And then one day uh, that person wasn't feeling very well and they started experiencing um, a lot of uh, pain and, uh, and they went to the doctor and they had an aggressive cancer that traveled throughout their body. And in seven days, that person passed. And before that, that person was healthy as can be. And it just, it came about all of a sudden. They don't know why, but it came. And that person, um, you know, within seven days passed. So you really don't know what life may bring. You know, I, I knew somebody else, same situation, different, but it happened with a child. And, you know, she got sick all of a sudden. And, um, you know, within a weekend, she passed. Uh, she caught an illness, uh, a rare illness, and uh, her body couldn't fight it, and it shut down. So you really don't know in life what the next day may bring. And sometimes we take life for granted, but we shouldn't. Be appreciative for what you have. 
be thankful for what you have, focus on the positive and the good things in life and live your life to the fullest. You know, I always say, live your life like it's your last day. You know, how would you act? What would you do? You know, and focus on that and live your life do the things that make you happy and make others happy because when you would make others happy, you make yourself happy. So give it all you got and make life, you know, live life to the fullest that it can be. I couldn't agree with you more. That, that, that's an outstanding way to think about life. If somebody wants to contact you to work with you, to learn more about what you're doing and the, and the books and, and everything, how do they do that again? You can go to the complete and my website has a ton of articles on it. It has my books on it. It has um, areas where you can contact me. And if you have questions to ask, you can go right on the contact page and I'll answer those questions. So just go to the completeherbalguide.com and, you know, I'll be happy to help you in any way I can. She even got to take a picture with Dr. Oz. That was pretty cool. That's something. Like- <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> so what, but what's a, we've just got a few minutes left, but I just got to, I got to touch on this. What is it like? Cause most of us are never going to have this experience. What's it like going to like 30 rock or wherever you did the taping and what's it like to walk in there and to have people to have the makeup people and the stuff and the, what, what, what's that experience like? You know, for me, you know, I I worked in the um, entertainment world. And for me, I I never, even since I was young, I never looked at celebrities as, you know, some people like put them on pedestals. To me, they were just people. You know, we we have a job that we go and we talk to people, we help people. Their job is to entertain people. And that's how I kind of looked at it. I never looked at people differently. We all have jobs and, and their job was to entertain. And, you know, I always judge people on, who they are as a person and you know it is it, it's it's very you know it's very exciting you know um when you meet people and uh, you get to actually see who they are for real in life you know um it was really nice and it was exciting to uh be on camera and to be able to uh to speak to uh, a bunch of people in the audience and on on camera it's also a little nerve-wracking to be honest with you because you know they're taping you right then and there but you know um um, it was a it was a great experience, and it, it's something that I, I really enjoyed doing, and uh, I had a great time doing it. Go to her website, which is again thecompleteherbalguide.com, and she's got her complete story there, and you can find out all about Stacy Chamelli, and because she is an extraordinary human, and uh, I I I'm glad to know you. It's it's been it's been great fun. Uh, thank you so much for having me, and it's been a pleasure speaking with you, and it's great knowing you as well. We are going to, uh, I, I twisted her arm all the way from New York to Seattle, and mm-hmm. uh, she and I are going to do some some work with, she's been on the podcast once, which was a really good uh, episode, by the way, uh, which is my independence report. By the way, if you just go, you don't even need to, to do www, my, just go type in Google which, by the way, is newer than I am. Uh, but just go to Google and type in my independence report and we'll pop up and you can listen to. I've got 140 some odd episodes up there now. And, uh, and some of them are just really good. A lot, well, a lot of them are really good, if you say. Mm-hmm. Ask me. 
But in any event, uh, she's going to work with me on uh, my independence report, and we are going to do some really cool stuff because I, people like you are needed in a time like this. And I can't tell you how how impressed I am and how proud I am to know you because it really is an important... We are... The, the next six to eight weeks are going to be something like we've never seen before. And uh, uh, we're going to need to all put our positive face on and really do the best that we can to get through it. And uh, I thank you for being for being the person that you are. Oh, thank you so much. If I can make one short comment, you know, people, you know, they protest, they they do violent things in the street and they hurt other people. But, you know, if you think back for millions of years, for thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of years, hundreds of thousands of years, people have fought each other in wars and they have been violent with each other. And it never got anybody anywhere. It never got any country anywhere. It never got the people fighting it, uh, anywhere. No one benefited. So why are people continuing to do this violent behavior, to do violent things, where it never, it never helps a situation? It ne people never have benefited from any type of, of violent protests and, and things like that. If you go back into history, all it has done is cause problems and make more problems. So if you look back into history and you see what what the past has has done and what what they accomplished, they accomplished nothing. So why are we continuing this behavior when we see all the negative outcomes that it brought in the past? We should learn from the past and we should make positive changes for the future because doing violent things by trying to do things that are not beneficial all we're doing is hurting the people around us hurting the economy hurting everybody in 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 sight you know and we're not being the example because p there are a lot of followers in this world we need to be positive people and we need to teach people how to do good things so we can teach the future generations and these young kids how life really should be teach them about the positive things we did so they can learn from the good things we did and they can continue that behavior because we're going to get nowhere by doing the things that a lot of people are doing right now i wish i'd have said that <laughs> <laughs> that was really good see one of the things it's sunday and it's football season. So I have an analogy I wanted to share with you real quick, even though there's nobody in the stands. And this is something that I've never understood. Is that uh, if you're in, in my case, it's you're a Seattle Seahawks fan. You might be a New York Giant fan or the Jets fan or or or, or the Patriots, whatever. Uh, but uh, when you pack prior to COVID, when you pack 60,000 people into the stadium, they all have a common sense of purpose. They're there to cheer on the team and everybody's happy. Maybe it's the booze, but I don't think so. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's happy. Everybody's having a good time because they have a common purpose. They have a common role. They all are there to cheer on their team. And, and so everybody has a really good time. You see people that don't know each other, high-fiving and hugging after a touchdown and all that. And then they leave and that all goes away. We need to keep that common sense of purpose that we're all one. We're all the same. 
doesn't matter what color we are. doesn't matter who we love. We're all the same. And if we can just accept that and move forward with that and understand that that's how we are going to, as a, as a civilization, that's how we're going to survive. Then we would do better. I think, uh, do you agree with that? Oh, I agree with that 100%. You know, we have to just, you know, we have to move on and, 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 you know, we have to just really focus on helping each other as a team. Just like you said, we have to make believe there's a constant football game going on and we have to work together and cheer each other on and root each other and give and throw out that positivity. And you really, you know, by, by being negative and by focusing on, on things from the past, you know, by bringing up the past consistently, you're never going to get ahead. You're never going to move on in life, you know, and, you know, if you look back in history, every country had a form of of racism every country had problems and they moved on we have to move on as one big world and we have to just stop focusing on the past and we have to focus on the president and we have to focus on all the good things and we have to be a team one big team helping each other and it's not about the color it's about who we are as a person inside and that's where we need to all focus on we need to take all those good qualities inside ourselves bring them out and we all need to be one big team and help each other as a unit and and root each other on because everybody has something great to share and now is the time we need to share all our great things and help each other. It's not about the color. It's about who we are as a person, all our great qualities and how we could help each other as a team. That ladies and gentlemen is Stacy Chalemi. I did it. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> she, she's a, she's an author. She is a speaker. She is a health coach. She can do a lot of stuff for you. Go to her website, which again is thecompleteherbalguide.com. You young lady have have made my day just a little bit brighter. And I <laughs> that for everyone that's listening. So I, I hear the applause out there of everybody talking about you. So I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really enjoyed doing this segment with you. You're a great guy. <laughs> thank you there are people who might disagree with you but we'll talk about that another time but in, <laughs> in any event it's great having you here and, and i thank you so much for being on the show oh thank you so much for having me you have a wonderful day and who by the way who is your favorite football team or do you have one i like the giants where our family is a big giants fan well well hopefully they'll be better <laughs> I know they're not doing too good. <laughs> oh, well, that's life. So uh-huh. in any event, you have yourself a great day and thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you. You have a great day too. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.